0: Mr. Go!
1: Boca Brit, and this is the Britney Summers Show.
2: Beat me at the pump to fill my SUV Far from me to ever complain I played my loyalty to Citibank and BP That's the Saudi Max American way I'm back in the U.S.S.A. You shut your mouth and don't boy Back in the U.S.S.A. Will the Fox News Girls really knock me
1: out? On has got the goose steps down.
0: let this raise a question of doubt. And culture's all my my
2: Show me where they got a lot of food to eat. Long as that is still allowed. I wanna fill my plate with potatoes and meat. And then I'm gonna sit back now I'm back in the USSR. Shut your
3: mouth and do boy. Back in the U.S.S.A. You're listening to Fun Talk 1470, WWNN, GDPRRevolution99.com, FYINation.com, and SoFloRadio.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Brit Summer Show. I could start the show off by doing what my... uh, other talk show uh, shall we say peers are doing <laughs> because I haven't had a show since uh, the disastrous South Florida election and <laughs> I could start to show off by saying what they're saying
0: well you know Debbie Wasserman Schultz she has some positive uh, sides to her
3: She's, uh, she, uh, well she does a lot for her constituency like, uh, like what? Well, uh, she just does, okay? Now shut up, be a good obedient Democrat and vote the way we tell you. Oh, or or, we can say, uh, well, you know, uh, we've had some issues with Hillary, but I think she'll make a fine president. And uh, Bill will make a fine first lady there, hoochie mama. Well... Thanks to Debbie Wasserman Schultz, that filthy little self-enriching bitch who South Florida is just too stupid to know better. And they gave it to her again. Anything that's bad, we like that. Anybody who can hurt us, we want them back in. South Florida Democratic voters, we like corruption. We like corporate putting everything on automatic drive for us. Yeah, we don't have to think for ourselves. The corporate DNC will tell us everything we need to know and will guide us on who to vote for. And, of course, look how that turned out. Now we have a choice between an obviously insane psychotic narcissist, never mind bigoted, prejudiced, and uh, anti-Semitic uh <laughs> It's pretty clear to any reasonable thinking person that that man should not go near the White House. Uh, And I'm going to get to more of that in just a second. Uh, I don't want to talk about Trump on this show. He has co-opted the entire media because he brings in ratings, and that's all you'll see on the leftist media, MSNBC. It's the Don Trump Show on MSNBC because, uh, sorry, Hillary just doesn't bring in the numbers like Don Trump does. And they can sell more time with Trump than uh, they can with Hillary. Hillary's pretty goddamn boring to watch. I promise you that I will do this. Oh, God damn it. And I I met some of her uh, loyal acolytes at a uh, Democratic picnic at uh, over Labor Day weekend. <laughs> oh. Oh, talk about hostile.
1: You better vote for Hillary.
3: Yeah, so... We have a choice between the psychotic bigot and the self-entitled arrogant bitch. Now, I'm a trans woman, so I have license to say that. I specialize in bitch. And she is a just a self-enriching bitch. Just like her uh, little do-girl there, little uh, dirty Debbie Schultz. But that's who we've got, ladies and gentlemen. And if you want this country to... At least last another four years, uh, you're going to have to not vote for Trump because uh, he will. (laughs) We will go up in a puff of black smoke. Uh, So that's the choice. DNC says to America, vote for Hillary or else. That should be their election, their campaign slogan. And the way they're ignoring her constituents who supported her, the way uh, Hillary's just a Everything she said, but right down to supporting LGBT rights. What have I been telling you, boys and girls? What have I been telling you the last two years about the lying bitch? That she'll nod? mm Mm-hmm. She'll blink? mm Mm-hmm. And then go on her merry way and talk to her friends in in the Hamptons or in Beverly Hills. She doesn't care about you or us. But one thing, if you have to come up with something positive to say... Yeah, uh, LGBT, blacks, Jews, Mexicans, any Latinos listening. Well, with her, this is the good news. You won't go to a camp. <laughs> Yeah. You excited now? You proud? You didn't vote for Bernie because uh, you were too embarrassed to admit. You didn't know who the man was because you don't keep up on politics and you don't know what the hell you're talking about or thinking about. So you have to depend. You have to rely on broadcast media to do your thinking for you. And that's why you didn't vote for Bernie. And my fellow progressives out there, I'm afraid that you're just too goddamn lazy and complacent. Yeah, you could fill a stadium with 30, 40, 50, 60,000 people. Or you can post on Facebook. But none of that registers as a vote. And the progressives down here just did not show up. Well, it was raining. It was raining outside, Oh, and you had to get up. Yeah, this is the progressive voters we have. Well, actually, it mirrors every other progressive voter across this country. They all got big mouths. They all got a lot to say. And they post on Facebook. And they, do, and they say this. And they do that. And they do cartwheels. Yeah, and they even show up at rallies. But when it comes down to the day of doing business on a Tuesday when you got a vote, they just can't roll out of bed. Too much partying. And millennials millennials listening to my show and i know i have them when you support a candidate the idea behind it is um oh let's see you gotta go you gotta vote yeah you gotta go walk or drive down to your local precinct and vote i don't know why the republicans are worried about uh, fixing any elections or uh, screaming about uh, voter fraud that doesn't exist we have election fraud i don't think they got much to worry about Nobody shows up. No. How can there be voter fraud if no one shows up? At my precinct, This is God's honest truth, I was the only one in there. And then my friend going in about a half hour later, she was the only one in there. It was empty. The precinct was empty, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody, except me and my friend, two people showed up that day in that precinct to, to vote. <laughs> That's why. So in case you're wondering and you're just going, blah, 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 I don't get it. How did we wind up with Trump and Hillary? How do we wind up with that for choices? Because you didn't show up to vote. Now, here's the thing. I've got material for the next three years. Uh, well, assuming that Hillary gets in and I'll be alive. We're not going to just walk calmly and quietly away from the voting booth on November 8th. For the next three years, I am going to look into... There's there's a new party being started, and it's called the Democratic Socialist Alternative. Now, I know that the Republicans have vilified the word socialist. It means Hitler. It means commie. It means pinko fag. No, Franklin Roosevelt... Uh, He was a socialist. (laughs) This is how you got to talk to uh, Democratic voters. Because they're stupid. Most of them are just lazy and stupid. Now, I appreciate the people that participate in our political organizations locally, and they are active and engaged and informed. Uh, at least the, the groups I'm a member of. I've seen other groups. I'm getting to that. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, <laughs> there was this huge Democratic picnic. picnic and uh, our group was there. Some other groups were there. But the biggest group of all, they had the Hillary signs up. Well Now, let, let me try to paint this picture for you with audio. You're at a get-together, a gathering of, I would say, oh, maybe 50 people, 50 or 60 people showed up in the rain, in thunderstorms, in tents, under tents, and all this. And they're putting Hillary signs up. And doesn't that seem just a tad redundant? You're at a Democratic uh, function, and they're putting Hillary signs up. Is, is that necessary? I'm talking about 20 or 30 signs. Was that necessary? I'm wondering, do you think anybody was undecided there? <laughs> to further explain it, there's an attitude, there's a prevailing attitude there <laughs> you vote for Hillary
0: <laughs>
3: Yeah, these are the the liberal, progressive, open-minded thinking Democrats. <laughs>
0: You better vote for Hillary.
3: None of it was necessary. We all know what the job is ahead of us. We didn't need to be reminded. Uh, now, there were, I have to say, I'm very proud of my groups. They were Bernie supporters, and they did vote and they tried they worked really hard for them. And uh, we're like uh, we're acquiescing, okay? Yeah, I guess we're going to have to vote for Hillary. I certainly am going to have to vote for Hillary being in the LGBT community because if Trump gets in and listen to me very closely what I am going to say. If Trump does get in and right now Hillary's doing a very bad job of uh, getting elected president, a lousy job. Trump gets in the White House. I'll be in the barracks of Stalag 17, not 13, that's the fun Stalag. No, I will be sent to Stalag 17. Or since it's America, it would probably be called Section 17. And and in the barracks next to me will be George Takei. Yeah, it's going to happen. That will happen. And I hear this from the Trump supporters. Yeah, but he really doesn't. Uh, well, yeah, well, you know, he doesn't. Well, here's the thing. Maybe personally, Trump doesn't really care. I don't think he does. But take a look at the people he will be appointing. Take a look at whose cabinet's going to be: David Barton, Tony Perkins. Yeah, Tony Perkins. What do you think's going to happen to me? What do you think's uh, if you're black? What do you think's going to happen to you? (laughs) If you're Latin, it's over. (laughs) It's Camp City, baby. They're going to put us on the trains. And that's what Hillary's got going for her right now. She's just banking on that because she doesn't want to talk to you. She doesn't want to talk to us. She has better things to do like go to the Hamptons and talk to her friends there. She's had Q&As with her friends in the Hamptons and Beverly Hills. Well, as far as press conferences are concerned, maybe she'll talk to the press. Don't you know who she is? Why, she's Hillary Clinton. And you are expected to vote for her, Democrats, says the DNC. And the DNC also says, poisoning your food's okay, too, with GMOs. We like GMOs. That's why most of the Democratic senators and most of the Democratic Congress, they voted for GMOs. We like genetically modified organisms. Mmm, yum. Because anyone who voted for that, I don't want to mention Liz Warren by name, but anybody who voted for not labeling our food or telling us where it comes from and uh, authorizing uh, any kind of GMO, any kind of uh, retardant that they want to put in our foods and uh, make our children sick, your kids are going to get sick too. You're gonna get sick. The food you put in your mouth. Hey, most of uh, the Congress, uh, you know, they have to whore themselves out to corporate because they don't make that much. It's a common thought that oh, they're all millionaires and all the rich. Well, some some aren't. Bernie never really was. Some are not rich. The rich who think that they live on an island above us all. No, that food's gonna come off the same farm, even. Organically grown, oh, yeah, the organically grown food that you pay double for that also has GMOs. People who aren't familiar with GMO, it means poison. It means mutated food. And any rich people who say, well, I have my own farm or I have my own food, don't eat any snacks. Don't put a Dorito in your mouth. That's the bright side to all of it, though, because... uh, we're taking you with us
4: when you're tired of all that fast food junk and you crave some
1: deer or dog or skunk or
2: a highway ham on a red hot day
1: come, come on in into the roadkill cafe. cafe at the roadkill cafe you get freshly run over motor meat with no additives no preservatives and just a little gravel try the pavement pizza chunks of rabbit smashed by a semi on top of whole wheat dough Or a Boulevard Burger. Two patties of pure mystery meat tenderized by traffic and served with a pickle. Hi, can I take your order? I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. One equestrian special, Charlene. Coming up! So come on by the Roadkill Cafe. (laughs) Supper's ready. Real excellence in broadcasting. Great Summers.
0: can't take too much butter. It shoots
3: right out my ass. Pepper and paprika blew me to the can. No, no, I can't take squash
0: and asparagus. And coleslaw gives me gas. When there's too much butter between the buns, then I get the wrong. <coughs> I can't take too much butter. I can't take it at all. My ass burns from olestra and especially sorbentol. No, no, my feet start tapping in a quick step. I gotta grab a hold of my pants. It ain't that I don't like to eat butter. I just can't take the chance. No, no, no,
1: I can't take too much butter. it goes through me too fast. every time I eat it, I have to
3: change my pants. I can't the Brit Summer Show, Fun Talk 1470, WWNN, on GDPRRevolution99.com, FYINation.com. I got a request for some fart songs, but I can't play them on this end of the show, so stay tuned for part two, and I'll be uh, happy to oblige. But first, I want to take a moment to thank everybody who's been generous enough to donate, uh, not only to my show, but of course to Nicole. Uh, Nicole Sandler. Who is back home resting comfortably? And uh, the good news is the operation was successful. Uh, they removed that cancer. The uh, bad news is uh, there's still more to go, and she's going to have to undergo chemo. And hopefully, it'll end there. And not to mention, she's going to have a lot of co pays, and she's got really bad insurance. The worst. United Healthcare. The CEO of United Healthcare made $60 million last year. Who's worth that? I know a lot of people think they are, but who's really worth that? And that's what we have to pay that son of a bitch just so we can have our health? You want to live? You pay me $60 million a year. So at any rate, that is you caring, forward slash, Nicole Sandler, and her link is on my homepage, thebritsummershow.com. And for a little uh, happier news, I am putting up a store for my show. And uh, there's going to have a lot of custom-made things that I personally am custom-making. And thanks to my dear friend Natalie of GDPRRevolution99.com, she uh, gingerly took my hand and guided me down the primrose path of learning how to customize uh, things, you know, like uh, uh, coffee mugs, hats, shirts and all that and uh, even a calendar i will have a a cheesecake calendar (laughs) so stay tuned for that these are not done yet it'll be within the next couple weeks but yeah i'm working on a cheesecake calendar (laughs) it worked before so i'm gonna try it again and uh so yeah like i said stay tuned to the show for more information on the what what am i going to call it there's a name for it oh what is it? oh Brit's Groovy Goods, that's what I call it. And uh, I also want to recognize 9-11, since this is another anniversary. And I think I'm one of maybe a half a dozen or so people where that still bothers me. Uh, It's just nauseating to think about it, but it should be a lesson to everyone that in 1999 and 2000, people were saying about George Bush, that retard... Yo, you, know, you got to be kidding me! Not a chance, not a chance that guy can get an office. Are you crazy? No way, George Bush. Are you are you out of your mind, really? And Republicans were saying that too. That guy's a retard. That guy can't talk. That guy's a moron. He's like afterbirth, which I used. And uh, he got an office in, by hook or crook. But of course, that election was famously rigged like the Supreme Court at the time. So, look what happened. Do I blame him? Yes, I do. And for this reason, he's illiterate. And he didn't know how to read a presidential daily briefing, which warned him. And if he did know how to read it, he did nothing. If you'll recall, he was chopping wood uh, on his ranch. He was on vacation. Did not fly back to Washington. He could have. He could have just got on a plane where there's a command center right there on the plane. But no, he ignored it and people died. And after people died there, two years later, 4,000 more people died on our end. Over 100,000 on Iraq's end. It was the most murderous administration. And again, he got reelected. Thanks, Ohio. But I think it had a lot. And I think of what we're looking at right now. How is it possible someone like him could get elected? No, no way. Well, the way Hillary's running her campaign right now uh, don't look good. It doesn't look good. She's going to have to come clean with us, and she's going to have to distance herself from all four trade agreements, not just TTP, TTIP, T-I-S-S-A, TISA, and CETA. Yeah, there's four. And she's going to have to come out and and, and give a definitive no, like she gave a definitive no in 2002 about a gay marriage. No. No! She's going to have to do that because that's what's winning it for Trump. Because he's running on no trade agreements and people who have lost their jobs to China and to Mexico because of greedy corporates. Not because of China and Mexico. They just said, okay. nobody from China and nobody from Mexico held a gun to the CEO's heads and said, you're going to move all your jobs over here. That's not how it happened, is it? So Trump's idea is if you lower, if you lower the wages down to 65 cents an hour here, then there'd be no reason for anybody to go over here. He's got, I think, is one of his advisors is Ed Norton. If you make everybody making 50 cents here, then why go to Vietnam? (laughs) Hey, yeah. That's what, but it's working. It's working, and it's gaining momentum. And we got Obama going around the country saying, the most progressive trade agreement. Nobody wants to hear those two words, trade agreement. Nobody wants to hear it on both sides of the aisle. It's poisoning Hillary's campaign. And she's going to have to say, I'm against it, period, done. I know she kind of mound it but she's going to have to do it with absolute conviction. You think that's going to happen? No. Well, I'm a little gay
0: dummy, a flaming homo, and I like to think politics is something I know. Well, I, I don't know too much, but it's the best this fag can do. Rewriting my songs to say that Miller is for you. You may think that I live here, <laughs> but then again, no.
3: No, 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 I have a man
0: shown in Windsor, England, because. Your country blows No, I only want your money So a few concerts I do Oh, Hillary is the biggest bad guy I ever knew So I'm telling everybody Look for the bad ass girl and make her the most powerful
3: bitch in the world.
0: Go vote for Bill's wife, go vote for Bill's wife, and keep the white house white. I want a silken title and temperamental bull die.
3: The Brit Summer Show, 1470 WWNN. Uh, Getting back to uh, 9-11, one of the culprits in 9-11 was, uh, in my opinion, (laughs) he didn't help, Norm Minetta. Yes, Norm Minetta, the Filipino with the Italian name. He was nothing more than an absolute puppet of the uh, Bush-Cheney administration. Yeah, Norm Minetta. Is he still alive? One moment, please. Let's see if Norm Minetta... ...is still alive. Yes, Normanetta is still alive! Oi! God damn it. Every time there was a disaster, and whenever there was a murder... ...that was sanctioned by our then government... uh, ...well, they would just march uh, Normanetta out there to give a uh, ridiculous reason why. And his answer would be, to everything that happened... ...it was the wind... And what did the American public do? Why, everybody just went. The Rockaway. Yeah. Remember that? Washington Heights and Rockaway, Long Island. Flight 587. Yeah. It was like two months after 9 11, so it uh, sort of went out of everybody's memory. But that's when another plane crashed into Rockaway. And what did Normanetta say? It was the wind. What did the American public do? How did they react?
0: Oh, well,
3: and after Mel Carnahan was murdered, and Normanetta came out and said it was caused by the wind, what was the reaction of the American public?
0: Oh, well,
3: it could be, yeah. And when Paul Wellstone's plane was shot. Out of the sky and killed everyone on board. Conspicuously right around the time a vote was being taken on the Iraq war, and he was against it. Whoops. Oops. He died. Uh, when he died, Normanetta came out again, told the press, It was the wind. What was the reaction of the American public? And and the press? Oh well,
0: it could be.
3: It could be, yeah, because everybody knows that passenger planes in the sky uh, cannot fly against the wind. <laughs> I don't even know where they got. Everybody they appointed in the Bush administration was the opposite of who should have been there. I don't want to mention Brownie Brown by name. So, let's see. Oh, that's right. And when Ernie Kovacs crashed his Corvair into a tree normanetta said back then it was the wind of course that kind of bullcrap is easily digested by stupid americans oh yes well it's on tv it must have been the wind must be true must be the wind
0: 84
3: years old and he's still alive ladies and gentlemen but when he does die I'll bet it's because of the wind. you
0: think they might want to inform you why the plane came down in Rockaway. On your next flight you got to wonder what the NTSB had to say. They say they have conclusive proof from their investigation. Let the air wake from another plane And hurt a plane and make it fall down Then they all said goodnight Flipped us up with a smile and a wink And I say If I could lie like that, like that. I could say anything And maybe even get a job working for the NTSB If I could lie like that Like that I'd say an unexplained vortex came down from space and blew it all up. If I could lie like that, I'd say that that was the monster that Shatner saw outside on the wing. If I could
2: lie
0: like that, I'd say that Peter Graves and Lou Alcindor passed out cause they ate the fish. If I could lie like that, i I'd say a lightning storm hit, and Dean Martin had too much to drink. If I could lie like that, I'd say that Rod Taylor spilled his coffee, and the nun in the back just couldn't sing. I'd hide the truth, I'd hide the truth.
2: The best music Thank goodness it's finally
3: Britney Summers On the Brit Summers Show
0: Well Stone, well, stone No longer will be running The Nazi party had to have them done And we won't see Paul Wellstone again Well Stone was a liberal Bush-linking globalist holes Want only one party in control Well, Stonewell Stoneout Norm and Manetta Is gonna say it was caused by bad weather Like Rockaway and Carna. Mel Carnahan, remember Mel Carnahan Rockaway and Mel Carnahan I'll bet you don't remember Mel Carnahan It's Mel Carnahan all over again
3: You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, and of course, SoFloRadio.com. Yeah, I'm going to be playing uh, a few 9-11 bits, but I don't want to bring the audience down too much, except that I hope they learned the lesson that wasn't learned in 2000. And that was someone as dumb, someone as stupid, someone as retarded as George Bush, became president of this United States.
0: Call me inarticulate, say, I'm a babbling idiot. I'm um, a rich, illiterate. Boo. And daddy says, I don't have to know what I'm doing. I'm a presidential You win You say I lack the ability And the credibility And daddy knows That I don't have a clue I don't care if you don't like it Cause I'm gonna win in spite of it Thanks to the little voters like you me in because you're dumb dude. I ain't no intellectual. My brain span is too minimal to say. Words like subliminal, subliminal, subliminal. Oh, you may think it's funny, but I was born into money and that. Make me more entitled than you <laughs> to do any stinking thing I want to do and leave no wealthy child behind.
3: <clears throat> so don't laugh off Trump. He's doing everything he possibly can to lose the election. And the harder he tries, uh, the higher his numbers get. Because uh, Hillary, she's hiding under the bed. Or she's hiding under the uh, cocktail party at the one of her friends in Hampton's. She can't be bothered with us. She won the primary. Now you all run along and vote for me in a general. Thank you. That's the attitude. Arrogant snots. Arrogant, wealthy snots. And a lot of loyalist Democrats like to pretend that they are too. Oh, don't you? Oh, boy. Well, I tell you, all I could keep doing is just keep going. Keep trying to try to make a a change here and there. And even if I don't, at least I can say I tried. But going around pissing people off like uh, some people try to do. uh, Listen, no one's impressed with any of you. (laughs) Why, do you know who I am? That's why I did those mo bits, and for my audience who doesn't otherwise know. And on an upcoming show, I'll, I'll go into that again, because they have to be explained. The backstory has to be given. But real quick, there was a, <laughs> a former sports announcer at the sports station that I worked at, but I wasn't on a sports show, but he was a sports guy. Neil Rogers was not. Well, he was a, Neil was a sports guy, but the, the show wasn't. Anyway, this guy comes in and uh, he's a big shot, see? And he worked at uh, Westward One. He got fired. And he's uh, got this pedantic Brooklyn accent. And he comes in the studio and says, You! You're all fired! And (laughs) you know who I am? Listen, people with that kind of attitude, no one gives a shit about you. All they do is laugh behind your back. Do you know who I am? And it wasn't just that guy. There's a lot of people like that, like uh, in the Democratic Party. Re-electing Debbie Wasserman Schultz was the right thing to do. Don't you know who I am? Yeah, same attitude. And no one gives two diddly fucks for you people. I'm just telling you now, so you know that while you go into your rant, in the back of your mind, keep that back there. We don't give a shit. I had a field day making comedy bits about a guy like that. Uh, (laughs) Name was Howard David, but we called him Mo Howard David because he talked like Mo. see? You moron. And so we stooged it up for him. And he hated every minute of it because people like that don't have a sense of humor. They get real indignant. They can't laugh at themselves. Well, here's here's what I'll do. <laughs> I'll give you an example just to lighten things up. Uh, here's a parody of one of his morning shows. And then we're going to go into a special request for fart songs <laughs> that came in this week. Welcome back to the glittering pageantry of the Mo Howard and Davida show. We have a full docket today. Including the cavalcade of articulate athlete interviews. You know that pipe smoker's still at it. What? 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 Singing those songs? Making fun of me? They make fun of
4: me all the time. I don't know why they don't adore there, me. Yeah, there. everything
0: will be all right, Mo.
4: Get your hands off me, you fairy. Huh? You queer, you tube
1: chomper. Real men don't touch. Only during the game. Yes, master. They want singing. I'll give them singing. Get on a piano. Over there. Okay, Mo. Now, hit it. Back in my day, men were
4: straight.
1: Being gay is hip today.
2: That's why I can't tolerate. Tis, Tis gosling gay. gay.
0: Sportholes
1: weren't gay back then. Stop it! Stop it, you moron! What's the matter, Mo? My wig fell off again. Okay. All right, where were we?
0: Sport holes
3: weren't gay <laughs> back then. Uh, I'll take it from here. Guys that like to worship men. Good thing, thing we won't see Pauline or Waylon and, and madam,
0: madam again.
3: Didn't need to soothe
1: prostate or to tickle hairy taint. Jesus Christ, I really hate Jizz Gosling.
0: Giz- Giz- guzzlin- Good time on your radio with the Red Solomon Show
2: ho Freedom of Speech yes.
0: at your request When I shop and get into the cashier line, I'm stuck behind an old bag almost every time, wearing white slacks to shear for the states to hide. Farting in line. Farting in line. Farting in line. in line. Look around, see everybody's head hang down to avoid the mushroom cloud. Thanks to Mrs. Eighty Five. Who's farting in line? Farting in line. Farting in line. Farting in out a check as she's farting away But they won't accept checks from the Bank of Bombay So she scours her change first for pennies Her coupons and dimes While farting in line Farting in line Farting in line
1: Farting in line All
0: the time I wanna say that it Lookin' so, so, fly, with a little smile. Barting in line, farting in line, farting in line, farting in
3: line, farting in line. The Brit Summer Show, it's 40 minutes after the hour, it's uh, 86 degrees outside with a partly cloudy... Oh wait a minute, this is pre-recorded. Uh, <laughs> uh a correction is in order. As you know, this show is about the truth, and uh, when I uh, go off the rails and say something wrong, I am the first to correct that. And it was brought to my attention that uh, on a previous show, I said that in the film Space Odyssey 2001, uh, that the scene that took place in the corporate spaceship uh, it had an Eastern Airlines logo. No, I was wrong. It was Pan Am. So I, I stand corrected so we got anybody voting for gary johnson (laughs) hey gary johnson here's a little lesson for you okay and i haven't done a bit in a long time but this came to mind when chlorine's in the sky and then everyone dies that's aleppo so there you go. A little lesson in uh, of foreign policy for, uh, I wanted to say Gary Owens, but he, Gary Owens, even dead, he'd be a better choice than uh, Gary Johnson. <laughs> I mean, he seems, he seems like a nice enough fella, but then again, so did Lincoln Chafee. And uh, how's he doing? I don't know. See, here's the thing. After the election's all over, hopefully uh, Trump will not win. <laughs> And uh, most of us will not be interred in camps. Oh, I said turd. What usually happens is, uh, after a um, general election, or even after a midterm, uh, everybody just walks away and forgets about it. Well, here's the difference this time. And we're not going to forget. I mentioned earlier in the show about the Democratic Socialist Alternative Party. Uh, I'm not happy with their website. I think they're going about it all wrong. And by the way, with this we discussed this on FYI Nation with the lovely Jules and uh, uh, Matthias. And yeah, the idea is great. I think if they, well, there's a lot to be discussed about this. But the good news is Bernie started a movement and it's actually taking place. Now, I'll be interested to see if it continues taking place after November 8th, because we've got three years, my fellow Democrats, to rebuild this party or co-opt other parties and make them the new Democratic Party. Well, actually, the old, the original Democratic Party, the Roosevelt Democratic Party, because too many people have been brainwashed by the media to think that a democratic socialist is a bad thing. But actually, a democratic socialist is just what our four-term President Roosevelt was. And those were his policies. And that's what we need now, too. And yeah, Roosevelt screwed up with the the Japanese internment camps. That was a a little over the top for him. And and there's really no excuse for it. But when you consider... Uh, over a period of actually three active terms. The fourth term, he was practically dead anyway. He did pretty good. I would say it was it would be the uh, Japanese camps and his wavering about getting involved with World War II. But other than that, I think he did a damn great job. And when I say wavering, because back then, America was an isolationist nation. Especially after World War I. Boy, talk about a stupid war. Wow, was that dumb. Some asshole gets assassinated in a foreign country and we go to war over that? At least World War II made sense. At least you could put two and two together. Good versus evil. Done. But uh, World War I, when you go over the history of that war, that was really stupid. That was a real waste of life and a real waste of time. And those vets were shit on when they got home. That was another good thing that Roosevelt did. The, the GI, well, the GI Bill came out a little bit later, but it was Truman and, of course, Eisenhower. And I benefited from the GI Bill. It's a great thing. And who stripped it down in the 1980s? Oh, I'll give you one guess who that president was. Uh, they stripped it down to, well, we'll match you a dollar for dollar. Uh, uh, you put uh, $10,000 up, we'll match the 10000 And when prior to that, they covered it. And then. Just to make it more attractive to be in the armed services, they changed it back, kind of, to the original G.I. Bill. Anyway, getting back to the uh, Democratic Socialist alternative, when you hear about the Democratic Party being split right down the middle like with a sharp knife, and that sharp knife was Debbie Wasserman Schultz, uh, we have absolute progressives and absolute corporatists. The establishment... Brand loyal corporatists. And it's split right down the middle. And I'm very lucky to be on the board of two wonderful democratic groups that, that are progressive. And it's very tough, although everybody makes the best effort they can to get along with everyone. But uh, it's not easy. No. I mean, there there's some people that are just uh, total acolytes to what the television tells them. They'll parrot whatever they hear on, on MSNBC, but they won't do any homework or any research on their own. Anyway, that's that's one of the problems we have. But what I'm saying, in essence, is that in the next three years, we are going to have to work very hard so that this type of disastrous election doesn't take place. Somehow. And it's just got to happen. We can't go through this. when you're part, And I said this before, because this is what we're up against. The Republican Party, the RNC, their only reason for existence is to defeat the Democratic Party. Okay, granted, the Democratic Party (laughs) helps them out by defeating themselves, by splitting the party in half. This Hillary, goddammit, she's really just at the transcribing of this show. She is right now just kicking a can down the road. She's doing nothing to uh, help uh, garner votes. She, uh, they made a, a very weak appeal to Bernie supporters. Not good enough. And right now in a lot of important states, they're neck and neck. And she's not doing anything to... Uh, oh, and that forum they had on MSNBC? No, it wasn't a debate. I'm sorry. It wasn't a debate. It was a forum. And it was a, a joke. I've only watched parts of it online. I purposely didn't want to watch it. I, I, I couldn't have taken I would have puked. And there was Hillary appealing to only her most ardent supporters, nobody else. You know, she has an opportunity here to swing some votes her way, and she's not even taking it, because don't you know who she is? Do you know who she is? <laughs> then you got dumbass Don, who all he has to do is just mm, sit there. And the cameras will roll. He'll just get billions and billions of dollars of free airtime because the media is making a fortune on him. And they're hoping, at their own risk, they're hoping that Trump gets elected. The media is Trump's biggest supporter. Far above the inbred rednecks. You know those inbred rednecks. The same ones who gave us ISIS. (laughs) How they do that? Well, rather than blaming Obama for (laughs) 9-11. And I blame Obama for a lot of things, but not 9-11. I don't think he was around there. He wasn't even in the Senate. then. But they're blaming Obama for 9-11. And maybe the Republican rednecks should blame themselves. Because they voted for Bush. And that gave us ISIS. The very fact that they voted for Bush. That's what gave us ISIS, and here's why. Real quick, if someone invades your country, like here, let's say, and you fight to defend it, and in turn, you're called an insurgent, which rhymes with detergent, but if your country is destroyed and you didn't do anything to deserve it, like Iraq didn't do anything to us to deserve that, uh, you'd be pretty pissed off too.
4: I lost my wife, and lost my home, now I'm an Iraqi insurgent. Took my power away, have no water or phone, now I'm an Iraqi insurgent. I once had a life, now I'm all alone, and once used to be a brain surgeon. Now I've had enough, so off I now go, to be an Iraqi insurgent. SFA occupies us today. Now I'm an Iraqi insurgent. My daughter was raped and they blew off her face. Now I'm an Iraqi insurgent. A subhuman race is taking over the place. And they won't stop here unquite certain. They're getting us back for a Saudi attack. And now it is I you call Iraqi insurgent. Saddam is now gone, yet the fighting goes on. So I'm an Iraqi insurgent. I'm just a man who's defending my land, that you call Iraqi insurgent. You've been here much too long, what you did is wrong. I do what I can to get even. I drive a car bomb while singing along to a song that was done by Cat Stevens.
3: (laughs) Britt Summers on FYINation.com, SoFloRadio.com, and of course, GDPRRevolution99.com. Now, um, since I talked about the radio station, I'm going to tell you a story about what happened at an all-sports radio station. On the morning of 9-11, when the planes were going into the buildings, and their TVs were on, at had a very elaborate studio, and they were watching this while the three sport holes... We're on in the morning. Uh, as the planes were going to the a building, they're saying, they're talking about, hey, how about them hurricanes? How about them University of Miami hurricanes, huh? That's what they are talking about. Uh, the program director, who just so happens to be the program director of this radio station, uh, walked in there and said, what are you guys doing? Can't you see what's going on? And this was the answer. This is why I can't stand sports. Here is the reason I don't like sport holes. Their answer was, well, What can we say about it? <coughs> so, how about them hurricanes? Yeah. Now, if I could find that bit, I'll play that too. But that's what we're dealing with. The, the downfall of America will be uh, stupidity, just uh, dumb down. And it's working quite well. Corporate should be happy. The problem is, if they keep it up at this rate, And everybody winds up dead. No one's going to be around to patronize their fine sponsors, their their fine uh, oil sponsors, and their pharma sponsors. And speaking of pharma, is there any kind of ailment that uh, hasn't been invented yet that they they haven't had a drug for? There's things on there I don't even understand what the ailment is that they're talking about. They're just pushing drugs. There was this drug, and I can't think it, it had an Asian name. And it uh, was supposed to ease people off of an addiction. It wasn't marijuana, but it was like an organic plant that was crushed into a capsule. I can't remember the name of it. Well, the FDA said, well, that's not good for you. It's going to be a Schedule I drug now. And probably worked fine. What do I know from drugs? But the whole idea behind that was that they, <laughs> they, they said, oh, we don't want you buying that. We want you buying this. You buy our goods, and we'll make that illegal. That's why they don't want medical marijuana legalized, Is because naturally, because it alleviates pain. But well, you don't need that. No, no, no. Let's make it illegal, because we got stuff back here that really alleviates pain, and it will hook you for the rest of your life. Yeah, try it. Try some. We thought he had weapons of mass destruction. It turns out he didn't. The Middle
1: Eastern world will be exploded, Saddam had people killed With the gas that we sold him First time aggressor nation and the only one that's going Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads That Iraq has some Weapons of mass destruction. What did Iraq have
3: to do with what? The
0: attack on World Trade Center.
3: Nothing. Nobody's ever suggested that the attacks of September the 11th uh, were ordered by Iraq.
1: 3,000 people killed are now forgotten.
3: Let's exploit them
1: instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam too. Placate Osama. There's no longer mention of... The name bin Lauded, but no one seems concerned, all comfy and complacent, believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons
3: of mass destruction you gotta keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in you gotta catapult the propaganda there
2: is no doubt that saddam hussein now has weapons of mass destruction
1: the loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying we're all suspects now nazi ashcroft is saying I have nothing to hide. Table talkers all are saying blind obedient cattle don't have any reservation about unprovoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall and In have a virgin installed with no objection at all. Democrats don't have the balls and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed hands. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction.
3: You have been listening to the Boca Summer Show, and I thank everybody for tuning into this 9 uh, 11 uh, edition. And I'm going to pop out another show next week. So thank everyone once again for their generous donations. And also on behalf of Nicole Sandler, please keep that going as well. That is you caring forward slash Nicole Sandler. And let's all wish her the very, very best because so far so good, I guess. And keep in mind, my uh, store is going to be up and running soon. I haven't finished designing this stuff yet, but when I do, I will publish it and it will be available to you Uh, through my site. That is TheBritSummerShow.com And I want to thank all of my affiliates FYINation.com GDPRRevolution99.com and SoFloRadio.com for carrying this show and supporting me as well. That's the way I see the world from here. I'll be back again next week. So until then, this is Brit Summer saying The Truth!
0: you find the fun Radiates around The Brit Summer Show Sometimes it feels like a fart, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's warm and clammy, sometimes it's hot. Sometimes your body can fool you when you make a phantom doo-doo. That corn can go right through you, pepper and butter. Sometimes it feels like a fart, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's wet and sticky,
4: sometimes it's hot. Because sometimes it feels like a fart, sometimes it's not.